Welcome to Alex and Annie, the real women of vacation rentals. With more than 35 years combined industry experience, Alex Husner and Annie Holcomb have teamed up to connect the dots between inspiration and opportunity, seeking to find the one story, idea, strategy, or decision that led to their guests' big aha moment. Join them as they highlight the real stories behind the people and brands that have built vacation rentals into the $100 billion industry it is today. And now, it's time to get real and have some fun with your hosts, Alex and Annie. Welcome to Alex and Annie, the real women of vacation rentals. I'm Alex. And I'm Annie. And we're here today for a different kind of episode. So this today is just, Annie, it's just you and I. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows what's going to happen? We've we've had such an unbelievable time over these past couple months interviewing guests, and we've had just the most amazing conversations, and it's just led to great opportunities, and we're so excited about it. But we um, we we wanted to take an opportunity just to reflect back on this journey so far, um, and say thank you to everybody who's been part of it and helping us and supportive. And also, we want to review the women's conference that we just got back from because it was probably the best conference I've ever been to. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I think it was just because it wasn't a typical conference. It was just a nice warm setting to just nurture relationships and just feel safe and, and welcomed. And I, I, there's just so many words you could put to it, but yeah, Amy Highnote and her staff at VRM Intel did a phenomenal job at putting together. And I know just given everything everybody's gone through the whole year. It was, it was, a, it was a great way to end, end this year for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And really when you think back, Annie, I mean, my gosh, we started, we went to DARM in August. That's another one of Amy Hino's conferences, VRM Intel. We went to that and then that kind of kicked off the last few months of just going nonstop. <laughs> I think yeah. I've been to six conferences since then. And it, DARM was, was wonderful. It started, it started on a high note literally, and then it ended literally. on a high note. <laughs> Um, but it was, it was great. Um, Darn was great going to VRMA San Antonio was wonderful. Um, Orlando, we've had some great shows, but I think the women's conference was just kind of in a a class of its own. Um, I think Amy and her team, they really, they know how to put on a great show and that's absolutely what this was. And at the Ritz Carlton in new Orleans in December at Christmas time, it's hard to beat that. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely was a, was the bright spot. But again, it was a, it was a great way to cap off the year. And I think the year's just been for everybody. It started out with so much uncertainty mm-hmm. and it ended with just, you know, exhaustion because the year just went crazy. I mean, everybody, and no matter what side of the business you were on was yeah. just, it was just, it was a great year to be in vacation rentals. So <laughs> it yeah. was nice to end off, end off with the conference. And I think, again, we all came away with some good new friends and stronger yeah. bonds with people. Um, and then, you know, we got the opportunity from starting our podcast to have a session and that was nerve wracking, exciting. It was, it it was great to be a part of. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, I would say the highlight of, (laughs) of the conference for me, I think that was so exciting and not just for you and I, but I think for got to go, um, the panel that we had them on and the, the format that we did was it's kind of unprecedented. Uh, I, I, we started that session by, I asked the audience, 
and this is a trick question. I said, does anybody remember at VRMA conference in 2008 when Airbnb came and asked for feedback on the platform they they were building? And a couple of people in the audience started laughing or like nodding their heads saying yes. And I said, no, no. that never happened. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> You're wrong. It never happened. So um, that's why this was so unique because got to go is they're literally leaning into wanting to make this exactly what they're saying, a, a platform by hosts, made for hosts. And that was such a collaborative session. I've never, I've never even been in a session like that where we're on stage, but literally it was the entire audience asking questions, you know, sharing their experiences and, and what they wanted to see and the got to go founders just really embracing it and saying, yeah, we're, we're open to all those things. So that was really exciting. And, and I hope that Annie, you and I have the opportunity to do that maybe at other conferences with other you know, different businesses. I think it was it was a really great format and uh, it seemed like everybody enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it was good. And, and people got to ask a lot of questions. And I think, you know, from the, the got to go perspective, maybe they hadn't thought of before. But again, the fact that, like you said, they're leaning into building a relationship from the beginning with the part, you know, with the property managers, that just yeah. speaks volumes to, to where they're going to go. And I think that they'll be successful for that, that alone. I mean, just, just asking the right questions. And so, and it would be nice to have conversations with new channels to this degree. Um, So I would throw that challenge out to anybody who is from a channel to have a conversation with Alex and Andy about all what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we want to be able to use this, our platform to be able to help other businesses succeed. And if we can help connect the dots, that's really why we started the podcast. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So I think we've been able to connect the dots in a lot of ways so far, but yeah, that was, that was really exciting. We also got to spend a lot of time with Amber Hurdle, who was the keynote speaker. And it's, it's just so funny how things evolve. I mean, you had followed Amber on LinkedIn prior to uh, much prior to the show, right? I mean, you, you knew her a little bit more. And you reached out to her and just asked, you know, for some advice about the podcast. And she was like, I want to be, I'll be a guest, you know, and she wants us to be a guest on her show. And then that kicked it off. And we had, we, we filmed an episode with her, which I have to tell this story, bless her heart. She was the most <laughs> patient, wonderful woman <laughs> and first guest that yes. we could possibly have. I mean, we, you know, we've learned a lot about podcasting in the last two months, but it was a little rough going in the early days. I'm surprised we even kept going, to be honest. But yeah, uh, <laughs> and, and we had to record Amber's episode three times because things just kept going wrong. That my sound was out. The other time I was traveling and my Wi-Fi was bad. It was, it was my fault for all of them. But uh, when we got the final one, I think it came out good. And it was just it the three of us bonded and she's amazing and so inspiring. And her keynote speech was incredible. Yeah. We, had the, we had the opportunity to go to dinner with her, just the three of us um, on Monday night when we got there, which that was, was amazing. Yeah. Just the, the icing on the cake. So we, we got a lot of time with Amber and we're excited about the future of her within our industry and continuing to offer these leadership uh, opportunities. So that was, that was pretty cool. That was another highlight for me. Yeah. The one thing I would, uh, the takeaway I would uh, have for like, just going back to our first episode is that if you're going to do your first episode is have somebody who's in the business, who understands the the pitfalls and (laughs) the challenges and the things that can happen. Cause Amber was absolutely, um, she was spectacular and just so accommodating to us. But again, I think that just speaks to her embracing, um, elevating women and helping women feel comfortable in whatever that they're doing. And 
I've learned a lot from her in a short amount of time. And so again, I believe no coincidences. There's no coincidences and we were meant to meet her. So yeah, I started everybody at the conference got a copy of her book as well as the other keynote speakers too, but hers is the bombshell businesswoman. And I started reading it over the weekend and I do pretty much everything over audio. This is the first book I've actually read in quite a while. And I'm not nearly finished with it, but even within the first few pages of reading it, I thought, gosh, this is, there's such a reason that we connected with her. And there's this one line in the book that talks about, you know, you, you get to this point where you have this aha moment and you realize this is exactly what I should be doing. I took a picture of it. I sent it to her. I said, did you know that that's our, like our tagline for the podcast or like just the overall theme and premise is that we want to find the aha moment. And she said what you said, Annie, that there are no coincidences and we're supposed to meet the people on our path. And uh, we're just very grateful for her. So, yeah. Yeah. So I I think it goes back to like how how we evolved into this podcast It's like, you know, you and I have known each other for four and a half, almost five years now, met at a conference and going back to, you know, the way Amber talks about, you know, you being a bombshell and and how you're powerful and my perception of you and your perception of me and, and how we were both kind of uneasy, but we knew we needed each other. Something told us we needed to be together. Right. Yeah. We've stayed together through, you know, working collaboratively on things and just being friends and it's grown into a really great friendship. And then as I joke, you know, every good decision's made after two glasses of wine and we decided (laughs) we were going to do a podcast. So, um, you know, I think that we, we found something and maybe our aha moment was pushing ourselves to just be uncomfortable. And when we announced this at Verma, I mean, it it was like, you joked about it. We broke the internet. People were just crazy that we were going to do this. Like they were so excited for us and it really hasn't slowed. And I think, you know, we found the right message even yeah. though the message is somewhat, it can, can be molded into any industry. Like we found the right message at the right time. And you and I are the right two people to, I think, to do that. And so it's just been wonderful. Yeah. And I think it, it you know, just further shows the, you, you really have to put yourself out there. You know, you have yeah. to commit first, figure it out later. That's one of my favorite quotes. And it's so true because I remember when you and I were leaving a session at at VRMA and we hadn't said that we were going to announce it there. Like we had posted a teaser of you and I, just a picture of us saying we had an announcement, but we didn't know that we were going to actually post our logo or anything while we were there, but we were leaving a session. And and I said to you, I was like, Annie, we got to post this now. Like I just, I feel it. And we did. And then we had so many people that came up to us there and and the, the response was wonderful, but uh, you know, there, sometimes you're just compelled to do something and you've got to go with your intuitions. And I'm glad that we did, because I think if, if we hadn't done it then, and we had released it at another time and hadn't gotten that feedback, we might've not really felt as committed that we had to do this. And I think we both felt like, okay, yeah. we got back from that conference. we got to figure this out now because now <laughs> people are expecting it. And yeah. I mean, literally in our, my hometown here, and I know in yours too, we had people coming up to us saying, you know, where's the podcast? When's it yeah. going to start? And the first episode you and I had just the two of us, of course, we recorded it, thought it was great. And then we realized we didn't hit record. Yeah. (laughs) There's definitely a lot of bumps along the way, but we've learned a lot in the last couple months. So that's been truly a pleasure, but yeah, um, it's been a lot of fun. And I think we've learned a lot about each other and and then a lot about our business too. And it's connected us with people. I know that I've been connected with people that I don't know that I would ever have had the opportunity to connect with. Again, we talk about this all the time with people. LinkedIn has been such a great platform kind of like the Facebook of business, but you know, in a better way, but it's just 
the network that we both have built up over time was just built for exactly what we're trying to do right now. So again, goes back to that thing you, you know, we've always talked about every stone, every stepping stone leads you down the path that you're supposed to be. And this was our path, whether we yeah. realized it or not. So yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's been fun connecting the dots within our guests and actually being able to hear the stories about who these people were prior to getting into the industry that they're in or the business that they're in. And I, I think that's, that's one thing that is lacking a little bit that, um, you know, the articles and the content that comes out is so directly related to what the product is and what people are doing in the day-to-day. But behind that is is the person, right? And I think we're really trying to humanize uh, the people that we have on the show and the companies and the brands and build those connections. And, you know, one thing I will say that I just, I thought this was funny, but uh, somebody made a comment when we were at the women's conference that their company was supposed to sponsor it, but decided not to because they didn't get a booth. Like there was no, there's no vendor hall at the women's conference. There was, everybody got a small like cocktail table that they could have in the, in the area where lunch was served, but there was, there was no vendor hall. Um, But companies had, you know, decided they didn't want to sponsor because there wasn't that direct one, you know, sales opportunity to have a true booth and, and have that. And, Honestly, we debunked that myth. I mean, I made connections with companies there that have yeah. been calling on me for years that I am really, now yeah. <laughs> going to give a chance yeah. because they we had great conversation. I mean, this that whole conference was so much about uh, relationship building and networking and gosh, you know, it's it's unbelievable to me and I think that's really important for, you know, anybody who's considering sponsoring at, at a conference like this in the future. Don't just look at the opportunity as whether or not you have a booth or not, because I spent so much more time with different vendors at this event, getting to know them and just excited to now see, okay, maybe they are a good fit for Condo World now that I'm back home in the office because I'm going to take that call or I'm going to listen to that email or whatever right. pre- presentation they want to show us because I just enjoy who they are. So the relationships are super important. And that's really the backbone of how we've built our company here at Condo World. And I know Annie, in your career, you've been the same way too. And yeah. I think as the industry moves forward, especially with all this new new blood and new vendors and new people coming into it. It's really important to remember that, that this is, it's still a small industry and the the relationships we have are truly the most important at the end of the day to keep all of us moving forward. Yeah. And I, and I say this all the time, it's kind of a trite saying, but I learned it when I was on the chamber board years ago here um, is that people are going to do business with people that they know, like, and they trust. Absolutely. If you build up that trust and that relationship. And and that for me has been the, the staying power in my personal career is that it's relationships. I'm the same person. Yeah, I've I've grown a little bit, but I'm pretty much the same person that I was 15 years ago. I just have a yeah. little more knowledge to back up, you know, my 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 career wise. But I'm the same person, and right. if people had relationships with me 15 years ago and they liked me, they still like me now. They just have more respect for me from my right. business yeah. acumen. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, I would say yeah. If somebody said that they weren't going to sponsor because of that, they have to look at you know, is it better to have you know, really 25 really good, good conversations than 200, maybe you might yeah. remember who they are conversations, you yeah. know? So yeah, I, I hope that Amy, um, you know, can, can gain more, um, participation for yeah. things. Cause I think just the sessions alone were so they were intimate, yep. they weren't too big. Um, and people got to like our session, people got to ask questions and they didn't feel like they were in this large room like you are at Verma and you're not yeah, yeah. attention and and it was it was it was good. So yeah. 
Yeah. And I definitely have to give a shout out to the two panels that I was on for both companies asked me to participate because they were wonderful. Um, I was on Explorer's panel about guest experience. Yeah, um, that was a good one. I went to that. Yeah, it was it was great. And the Explorer crew, they are amazing. Um, and Adrian, the whole crew, they were wonderful. We went out to dinner one of the nights and just really nice. enjoyed getting to know their team. Um, and then also was on Rebecca Lombardo and True Places uh, panel about virtual tours. And that right. was great too. And oh, okay. it's there was such a mix of attendees here that there was, you know, companies that have thousands of units and some that just have, they're getting started and they have yeah. 10 or 15 and being able to talk through some of the questions they had on, on pictures and marketing. And it just, it opened up into a bigger discussion, but I think that was really great. And uh, Rebecca did a great job of moderating that session too. So big props to True Place and Explory. I really appreciate them asking me to participate. Enjoyed it. Yeah, I think, I think it was good. And again, there was, there was, the sessions were, well thought out the, the conversations yes, yeah. were well had they you know it was they were there was a lot of thought put into how this was all going to flow there was some hiccups along the way there always is you know with yeah. speakers not being able to get there and those type of things and one thing i thought was really interesting is i had had a conversation with somebody prior to the show that said oh well one of our employees was told that men are not not, not allowed to come yeah. to the conference yeah. And I thought that just can't be right. Cause that's just not how this has always ever been presented to me. So I did some checking and it was like, no, 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 that's, we want men to be there. And so I want to say like, um, you know, Steve Trover, Andrew McConnell, there was quite a few men there. Um, Andrew was in a session that I was in with one of the Nagoski sisters. Um, and it was, you know, one of those sessions that it was, it was a little off color and yeah, <laughs> like a trooper. And I just, I mean, I just admired the men for like coming and, and being present and being part of it and letting us be and not, um, and not feeling that they weren't welcome. And so I would right. say to any of the guys out there, like come that, you know, next time it, it's a great a great way to just be and and not feel yeah. like you're having a hard pitch a you know a, a conversation um, and a, a yeah, and I, yeah exactly and i think you know us as women at that type of an event we also need to be welcoming of them to be there right because yeah. you know i i think all the guys that were there were there for the right reasons and yeah. really we want we want that opportunity. A lot of the topics that were brought up about, you know, different issues that women have within the workforce and, you know, within their careers, it's important that the guys have the opportunity to hear sure. those types of panels and discussions because they probably don't listen to that regularly. So if anything, we want more men to go to that because uh, I think that's, that just opens up the the knowledge base and that leads to a lot of great things. But um, you know, we, I mean, we had three guys on stage. We had yeah. the founders have got to go you know, yeah. Craig, Russ and guy, and, and they did wonderful. That's the first time they've ever done anything like that. I was so yeah. proud of them. Like they did great. They answered the questions, you know, completely transparently and with, you know, complete just enthusiasm and interest in what our, our attendees were asking. So, and I'm sure they probably felt a little awkward when, when yeah, they first I'm sure, started. Yeah. It, you know? <laughs> That's it why did, it was the hot seat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. It was the hot seat. Poor guys. Yeah. Uh, but they did great. And yeah, I, I can't wait for this conference next year. I know Amy is, she said she is fully committed. And I think this was a great show of everybody supporting her and the video that they showed at the end when she won the Crusader Award. If, yeah. if there's any any doubt, I think she knows that she is so valued and, and we want to see these events continue in, into the future. So I hope that we have this again next year. Um, it's going to be hard to go to another conference after this one. And I know, yeah. It, to be honest. The bar set really high. Yeah. yeah, I don't know when when conferences start for 2022, but um, it, it's going to be hard to compare. But 
Yeah. So that's, I think a good wrap up there. Um, what, you know, Annette, just as we transition into where we're going for the rest of, you know, this season with the podcast and, and even into next year, Annie, I would ask you, what's, what's something that you're looking forward to in 2022? Not, oh, not even, not just with the podcast, but with your, your business and your life. Yeah. So, um, I think 2022 is just, it's, it's an, it's a, it's a blank slate at this point. I think there's just so many opportunities out there, not only for the podcast, but for where I work with Lexicon right now. I mean, I am looking to create more partnerships for us, obviously have more connections, but just broaden kind of how we do business. And so we're, you know, internally we're looking at that. And then personally, I think it's just, you know, it's just being happy and safe and, and getting rid of all of this, you know, talk of, pandemics and worry where things are going to be. Um, I, I, I don't know where it's going to go, but the one thing that this year and probably the last two years has taught me is to just, you know, as we keep lean in, like just really get at, like stretch yourself so far outside your comfort zone, because everything that I have done in the last 18 months has been so far outside my comfort zone. I'm from doing the clubhouse. I dragged you into the clubhouse and then (laughs) doing this podcast and obviously being on stage last week, so far out of anything that I would ever put myself (laughs) up to do. Um, So thank you for pushing me for that. I appreciate you and love you for that. Um, So yeah, I, 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 the sky's the limit. I think there's so many things that can be done. I think for the podcast, I'm excited to be able to broaden who we have on the show, um, who yeah. we interview. I know that we we we're from vacation rentals and we're the real women of vacation rentals, as we joke, but there's so many pieces of of just the universe that cross through these motivational speakers like Amber and and you know, coaches and and working with marketing firms and just different aspects of the industry that I think are relevant to what we do every day that we just want to bring on and be not have it be so much about selling just the stuff within the industry, but really right. selling how, you know, people can be complete participants in the industry. Um, yeah. So I'm excited about it. And I'm actually really excited about you because you've got a really big year coming up and so proud of you. And so why don't you tell us all about your chamber venture? Yeah. Yeah. 2022 is going to be a, a big year for sure. Um, so I was recently elected chairman of the board of directors for the Myrtle Beach area chamber of commerce and CVB, which is our, our DMO destination marketing organization. And I'm extremely excited about it. Um, this is an organization I've been part of um, as a board member for now six years, so been involved for a long time. And our our DMO, our CVB, they are literally the lifeblood of tourism and um, economic growth for our area. Yeah. And um, they do an incredible job of marketing the destination and growing, you know, the the business atmosphere atmosphere that all of us have to be able to grow our own businesses. So been working really closely with that team for a long time, and we've got some pretty big hurdles that we're up against in 2022. Really, I wouldn't even say hurdles, I'd say opportunities um, with infrastructure and workforce development and downtown revitalization and just some really great, great things. And it's it's going to be exciting. I'm more than honored to have been elected to serve for that and um, just just excited for the opportunity. Um, I'm the youngest chairman that they've ever had in the history of, the, of 100 years of the chamber. So it's pretty exciting too. And only the sixth woman. So I, I know when I started on the board, there was a, uh, in the conference room, there's everybody's headshot of all the chairmen over the years and they're black and white pictures. 
And it's literally, it just looks like a whole bunch of black and white pictures of men. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I'm excited to, to add another woman's face to that. But, and, you know, I talked about this in our first episode, the aha moment, it kind of goes back to it. And um, I'm going to share the story next week at our holiday luncheon. When I get up to say a few words about you know, accepting this position that when I first moved to Myrtle beach, uh, the first job that I was at, I remember the chamber, uh, chairman came by to our office and I'm not even sure why he came by to be honest, but, um, he came by to meet with us, Brant Branham, a very impressive businessman. And I thought, you know, he's obviously been around here for a long time, really has his stuff together. And, um, after he left, my female bosses said we would join the chamber, but we're never going to get much out of it. And that we, you know, don't, don't expect too much because, you know, none of us are part of that good old boy network. And, you know, we're, we're, we're never going to serve on the board or anything like that. Literally they were everything they were telling me that I, I wasn't going to do I've done. And so it's just, it's incredible to look back on that. And, you know, as a lesson that I've learned, anybody that's tells you something that you can't do, go do it, (laughs) you know, don't let it. Don't let people discourage you because of their life experience, thinking that they can't achieve that. And and I didn't set out to say, okay, now I'm going to go, I'm going to be the chair someday. That's not how it happened at all, but this naturally evolved. But when you lean into who you are and your strengths and you believe in yourself, the opportunities come to you. So very excited for that. And for, you know, condo world, the day job that actually pays me (laughs) chamber and the podcast don't pay anything, but I enjoy both of them immensely condo world. I am so excited for 2022. We just came off of the best cyber Monday, black Friday sale we've ever had. I mean, unbelievable numbers. Yeah. Super exciting. And I mean, even before that, going into 2022, we are well ahead of where we were this time last year, which is in terms of occupancy and rental rates. And that's pretty crazy because this time last year, we had pushed a lot of 2020 reservations that canceled for COVID into 2021. So that's a great sign for um, 2022, not just for us, but for the industry as a whole. I think tourism still is going to be massive next year. And I I don't think that cruises and international are going to take away too much of our market share next year. I think there's still going to be more variants of COVID that are going to keep that away. I think it's probably going to be 2023 before that becomes more of an issue, but what are you seeing in your markets or is that? Yeah, pretty, I mean, pretty similar. I think that the, the markets where there are large international destinations, those are the ones that I'm kind of rooting for international to come back because like Orlando, you know, New York, those, those markets, they need that. Uh, You know, you're talking 30%, 25, 30% of their business is international. So that that's a huge chunk to lose. Um, but everybody that I'm working with in like tertiary markets or, you know, very specific uh, vacation destinations, very seasonal, they're doing well and they're doing, yeah. and the, the nice thing is, I mean, as much as, again, it's kind of antithetical to what I do in channel management, I mean, they're doing good direct too. So yeah. it's, that's, yeah. that's, that's good for the industry overall. There's still going to be a need for channels because nobody's ever going to do a hundred percent, but right. um, yeah, everybody's positive. And I, and I do agree with you. I don't think that international is going to come back where it needs to be probably till 2024. I think that's like when they're looking modeling for like business travel to really come back. So right. yeah, anything can happen. And then that's one thing I think that there's no certainties in life, but what yeah. they say death and taxes. So yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all very blessed to be in an industry that has truly grown through COVID. And yeah. we had Simon Lehman on the podcast a few weeks ago. And he said that, you know, the awareness of vacation rentals went from 5%. Was it 2015 in 2015? 
I, you know, I can't remember. I want to say it was like, it was like 15% and then it went up to like 85%, but that's over like the last 10 years or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's a, we're not good with the numbers there, but (laughs) but overall the, the, the takeaway is that the exposure and the market share and the acceptance of vacation rentals has just gone through the roof in the last couple of years. So that's, that's very exciting for all of us. I think people are seeking out our types of accommodations and, you know, as as uh, a property manager, the one thing that we need to be focusing on in our marketing, I know we are at Condo World, is pushing out, if you're a property management company, you are the local expert right. in that destination, right? And that's really important because, you know, Verbo and Airbnb are, you know, they're, they really have taken the lion's share of credit for what our industry is and what our product is. But at the end of the day, it's the local operators that are delivering on that experience. And I think that's really important for all of us to continue to push our messaging that, you know, you do book direct because you're booking directly with the the person that has the keys to the unit. Right. And we're going to deliver that best local experience um, that a guest can get. So super exciting stuff for next year. I think it's going to be a good year. We've got, you know, through my uh, chamber affiliation and through some of your contacts, we've got some destination marketing experts that are going to be joining us um, Mm -hmm. from our team up here, Stuart Butler, who is uh, CMO for the Myrtle Beach Chamber and CVB, um, previously was COO of Fuel Travel and had the podcast, the Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast. He is an unbelievable marketer, genius, and a great friend of mine. Um, So we're excited to have him. And then you want to tell a little bit about Jennifer, you know? Yeah. Her. So Jennifer Barbie, she is just, she's just a, a saint in this industry. She does a lot of destination marketing, but does the digital marketing piece for a lot of different destinations. I met her when she was doing things for the Panama city beach CVB, when I was on the marketing committee there and we've just stayed friends and she's just a phenomenal powerhouse. And you talk about a woman who is a bombshell. Yeah, She is an absolute, she is the absolute epitome of a bombshell. And so I think through her, you know, she, we've stayed friends and I had the chance to get together with her when I was at the streamline conference, cause she lives out in Arizona and just catching up with her again. It's, it's that relationship. I mean, yeah. we just, it was like no time had ever passed. We caught up about her family. And she's got a couple of girls and, and um, her husband's amazing. And just having those relationships have just dovetailed into so many other relationships that we're really excited. I think for the two of us to bring some of these relationships to our show and, and interview and talk to people and, and really yeah. broaden the, the conversation about vacation rentals and just where everything else in the industry goes. Yeah. And I think that's what I've always loved about my relationship with the chamber so much is that, you know, we, we know what's going on within vacation rentals, but to keep an eye on the broader travel scope there. And I always learn something at our marketing meetings or any of our meetings, but uh. um, they've, you know, people like Stuart and Jennifer have such a, a pulse on everything that's going on within destination marketing, hospitality marketing. So there's a lot to be learned from them. So super excited about having having them on the show. Other than that, um, I, I'd just like to say thank you, Annie, for an amazing last couple of months. I think we've had a lot of fun and I appreciate you've pushed me as much as I've pushed you. And somehow <laughs> we've gotten this uh, boulder up a mountain, I guess. <laughs> we're not sure. Hopefully it doesn't fall off the other side, but we're yeah. pushing it, but it's been a truly a pleasure. Yeah. And same. And I think that, you know, at Thanksgiving, you count your blessings and, and you're absolutely one of my major blessings in my life. And then going into next year, I just wish, you know, nothing but the best for both of us. And I think our minds together, we think, uh, we think off the cuff a lot yep. <laughs> um, where I, I, again, I, we, that you and I can do whatever we set our minds to. And I know our minds are set on big things and, and we'll get there. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah. Well, before I start crying, <laughs> that, that sounds like a good way to end it. So um, thank you everybody for listening and we yeah. appreciate you and we will um, actually, well, hold on. So next, next Tuesday, December oh, yeah. 22nd, you do not want to miss this episode with Julie Bird have to announce her episode because it was wonderful. She is COO of Cabo Villas and she's got a great story. So be sure to tune in next Tuesday until then. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Thanks. Bye, Bye everybody.